back to the World Vegan Travel Podcast, where our exploration through a vegan lens continues. I'm Bridie, one of the co-founders of World Vegan Travel Tours. Our aim remains steadfast, to inspire and guide those traveling the world as vegans. In each episode, we share diverse perspectives, not only recounting our personal vegan travel experiences, but also shedding light on the journeys of others. Our conversations, whether with individuals or organizations dedicated to advancing vegan and advocating for the rights of all beings, human and non-human, across global travel destinations. Recently, we concluded our second ever vegan tour to the captivating land of Thailand with an amazing group of 19 individuals. The camaraderie among past travellers, friends travelling together was something really, really special and returning to Thailand after our abrupt departure in 2020 was especially wonderful for Seb and I. We absolutely loved sharing this incredible place with our travellers, many of them who were new to Asia, new to group travel, new to vegan group travel, new to luxury vegan group travel. It really was a lot of fun. Their enthusiasm for Thailand and their adventurous spirit made the trip truly memorable for us and hopefully for our travellers as well. I honestly do think that our Thailand trip is definitely the most fun of all of the trips we do. All of our trips are great, but I do think that Thailand is the most fun. So why are we sharing this with you today? Well, firstly, we want to give you a bit of a sneak peek into the incredible experiences we had in Thailand, a little bit of a taste of the adventure that would be awaiting you if you decided to join us on our next Thailand expedition, which is likely to be in 2025. And secondly, even if you're not planning to travel with us, we believe that it's valuable to share share our favorites from the trips so that you can experience these things too if you are traveling independently. So whether you're considering joining us in 2025 or planning your own solo journey to Thailand, these recommendations might be the inspiration you've been seeking to make Thailand go to the top of your bucket list. So if you haven't already listened, we highly recommend going back to the last episode where we shared the first half of our favorites of the trip. We shared two Thai dishes that captured everyone's hearts and bellies, two incredible animal sanctuaries that left lasting impressions on all of us, and details of our two favorite accommodations on this trip. So if you take the info from last episode and the info from this episode, we think that you're going to have a pretty good guide and a wealth of resources and recommendations for your future trip to Thailand. Or, of course, you can come with us on our next Thailand trip in 2025. So in this episode, we're excited to bring you a closer look by sharing our top picks in three distinct categories. First of all, we'll share the vibrant culinary scene as we unveil our two favorite vegan restaurants that left a lasting impression on our group. Next, we'll focus into the world of specifically vegan-focused activities. We'll discover two activities that we thought were really, really good and made a vegan-centric dimension to our Thai adventures. And then finally, I'm going to share two non-specifically vegan activities, but we tweaked them to make sure that they were vegan. And of course, our travelers loved having a vegan version of this activity. They really, really were amazing. So let's get started. 
Let's share our top picks for vegan restaurants in Thailand. First of all, Vistro Restaurant, which is in the heart of Bangkok. I think it's in Sukhumvit Soi 24. It stands out as a true gem in the city's extensive vegan food scene. Since I left in the beginning of 2020, it was good before I left. Now it has just exploded. There are so many incredible vegan restaurants, but Vistro is still one of my favorites. We tried a lot of the new ones out while we were in Bangkok before the trip started. And Vistro is the brainchild of a wonderful team of people. Um, Harsha, one of the co-owners, is the person that we liaised with to create an experience for our travelers. So Vistro offers just a downright awesome culinary experience. And we had dinner here where we had our savory part of our meal here during our one night in Bangkok adventure. Like beforehand, we preceded it with a rooftop bar with mocktails, not cocktails. I'll explain why in a second. And then we followed it with a street stall mango sticky rice, which I talked about in the last episode as well. And yes, we were not able to drink alcohol at all on this day because it was the end of Buddhist Lent. So it was kind of like a pretty sober one night in Bangkok. So yeah, let's tell you more about Vistro. Vistro is a little bit pricier than most of the vegan restaurants out there, but the taste, service and experience make it really well worthwhile. Our travelers indulged in over 10 dishes from sharing plates, including the mouth-watering mooping. So mooping is traditionally like basically pork on a stick that is barbecued on nearly every street corner and served with some sticky rice or somtam. But of course, the team at Vistro, who are passionate vegans, made a vegan version of that. So that was amazing. We also had these really cute Tokyo tacos and samurai salads. The colors and the textures and the flavors were amazing. So Vistro has such a great vibe and it's really centrally located. It's really close to Prompong BTS station and there are tons of vegan restaurants in this area. There's definitely a case to be made for finding a hotel in this area so that you have so many vegan restaurants very close by. Bangkok is a huge city. It's nice not to have to travel too far. So definitely a case to be made for getting a hotel in this area. So Vistro offers these delicious eats in a lovely air-conditioned environment and you will definitely want to check it out when you are in Bangkok. Our second recommendation, we're shifting now to Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai is kind of considered the cultural heart of Thailand. It's in the north of the country and the restaurant that I would like to talk about is called Good Souls and it is located within the city walls or in the old city and it holds a special place in our hearts as one of our favorite vegan spots to eat in Thailand. They've just opened another branch actually downtown or outside of the city walls that you can also go check out. But I wanted to go to the old one. It's got these really cute, lovely booths. It's got lovely air conditioning and it was going to serve as a really great jump off for our little introduction to Chiang Mai walking tour. They have a huge array of plant-based 
dishes and the team here are simply wonderful the owners are simply incredible so when we decided to do this trip I wanted to bring our group to this special restaurant and when I approached the Good Souls team they graciously agreed to host our travelers for a lunch on our arrival in Chiang Mai it's kind of like a cute little story I think but basically I wasn't able to see their menu on the website for some reason so I asked to see their extensive menu I hadn't looked at it for several years and you know menus change once they sent it to me it proved a challenge to narrow it down because everything looks so good so sometimes in cases such as these I will give what I call a limited choice to our travelers and I will ask our travelers to choose from maybe three appetizers three entrees and three desserts for example so that they do have some choice but I literally couldn't do it. I couldn't cut it down. So I approached Far, the amazing manager, with a proposal. And I asked if she thought her staff would be able to manage if our travellers chose anything they wanted from the extensive menu. And then we would forward our travellers selections two days in advance and not only did she say that yes they would be able to do that but she agreed to all of this without even requiring a deposit which just blows my mind so on day three of the trip we actually had a 45 minute delay departing for Chiang Mai from Bangkok and Seb hates it when our schedule is delayed because we've really tried to create an experience where people will be able to see and do a lot but not in a really rushed way to making sure that there's enough time over meals and there's a little bit of free time before dinner and if we've had a long day the day before then we'll have a bit of a sleep in the following day just to keep it kind of balanced. Here we are like on day three on our first travel day that we are now 45 minutes late leaving Bangkok so of course like Seb's freaking out just to me and we update far on our new arrival times and we could not believe it because the food was not only completely ready but served with remarkable speed and efficiency we honestly could not believe it Standout dishes that are on the menu at Good Souls include the vegan cow soy, which is like a northern Thai take on ramen. This crepe cake, which was a cake made out of like, oh gosh, I'd say about 30 different crepes with like a thin ganache or something between each layer. The Thai tea, which is very unique and something most people will not have had before. And of course, there were three different kinds of non-dairy milk and the Burmese tea leaf salad, which was so crunchy and flavorful. We must have ordered about, gosh, 30 different dishes, I would say in total, maybe more. We arrived at Good Souls 50 minutes late and we left 10 minutes behind schedule. This is just a testament to Good Souls efficiency, honestly. From warm hospitality to outstanding food, Good Souls undeniably exceeded our expectations on how they could cater to a group. But I think, you know, our travellers thought the food was delicious as well. So yeah, it was just amazing. So these two culinary gems in Thailand offer delicious meals, but also memorable experiences. And you definitely should check them out. I also want to give an honorary mention to the culinary experience at Beyond the Root, a quaint vegan restaurant in Kaolak on the road to Phuket from Khao Sok. 
So we had a lunch here. The dedicated team went above and beyond preparing an expansive buffet that wowed our travelers. Honestly, there was so much in this buffet. It was incredible. We arrived, we sat down, there was fresh coconuts at each place setting. There was maybe 10 different appetizers. The dedicated team went above and beyond preparing an expansive buffet that just wowed our travelers. They really were so generous and put so much effort into creating this memorable dining experience that beyond the route in Kaolak has definitely got an honorable mention from us so if you are anywhere near the area of Kaolak you have to go check it out if you're in Phuket it's just on the mainland a little bit you have to go check it out if you are even not directly passing you should try to get there and check it out because otherwise there is a bit of a dearth of vegan options not only that but beyond the route are also making vegan meats and cheeses that they're selling to resorts and restaurants in the area so they're doing some very interesting work there okay so those are the restaurant recommendations out of the way now let's delve into the vegan specific activities that added like some specific vegan touches to our Thai vegan group adventure so first of all I have to talk about our cooking class that we did in Chiang Mai we did the cooking class of Bei Dee's cooking class and this enchanting vegetarian mostly vegan cooking experience really is very nice indeed it is like 99% vegan. They just offer the option for people to add eggs into their pad thai. So by all intensive purposes, it's like 99% vegan. So this cooking school, it's moved recently and it's nestled behind the scenic Ping River in Chiang Mai. And the cooking school is in a garden setting with a number of workstations that our travelers worked at. Two travelers for one workstation. Instructor Diane is the sister of Mike ID. Mike ID is the owner of several restaurants and she may also has one in New York and two of our travelers had coincidentally visited that and she guided our group through a vibrant, lively and flavorful journey into Thai cooking. Her passion and expertise for the culinary arts shone through as we prepared iconic Thai dishes including Pad Thai, Masaman Curry, Thai chili jam, mango sticky rice and more. So despite the very brisk pace that is how Thai food is cooked after all on a very very hot wok, the atmosphere was lively and enjoyable allowing us to grasp the essence of Thai cooking and what made this cooking class really special was Diane's ability to teach us how to create Thai dishes without compromising on flavour but of course avoiding the use of fish sauce or shrimp paste. It was a fantastic experience that added a unique and savoury and a little bit sweet layer to our vegan journey through Thailand. Moving on to our second focused activity. On day two, we explored the riverside area of Talat Noi on a vegan food tour and street art walk hosted by Renu. Renu is an Indian Thai vegan who lives in Bangkok and she met us off the boats. We'd had done a canal boat ride that morning through the canals and she met us off the boat and we started by having lunch at Harmonique. Harmonique which is in the heart of Taladnoi area. 
has a Bodhi tree and a serene atmosphere and the food was absolutely delicious. It's not a vegan restaurant, but it's very, very nice, very reasonably priced and extremely interesting looking with this incredible Bodhi tree with all of these roots hanging down and all of these like little holes in the tree with little treasures to find inside. It really was lovely. After our lunch here, it really sort of set the stage for our exploration of the area's intricate history. So Taladnoi is an historic neighborhood in Bangkok and it stands as a living testament to the city's rich tapestry of history and culture. This area existed before the establishment of Bangkok and it has a particular charm with its narrow alleys, traditional shop houses and a captivating blend of architectural influences. Once a centre for metalwork, Taladnoi has evolved, now embracing elements of gentrification while retaining its cultural authenticity. The streets tell tales of Portuguese influences witnessed in the architecture that still stands today. It is a captivating blend of the old and the new, boasting galleries, street art and hidden gems waiting to be discovered. So Taladnoi is an area that not many tourists would go to, but we would say that it is a unique visit. So it is a must visit for those looking to see behind the sort of glossy veneer and shopping malls and areas of like Sukhumvit and Ceylon area. Renu's insightful guidance made our walking tour such a great experience. And if you would like to join a similar tour with Renu, you can head to Airbnb Experiences and search for the Bangkok Vegan Food Tour and Street Art Walk and book a tour for yourself. So now that we've explored the vegan-centric activities side of Thailand that we did on our trip, let's dive into two of our favorite non-vegan activities, but of course we made them vegan. So the first one I'd like to talk about is again something that you can do and you just need to tell them in advance that you're vegan. It was our laid-back canoe ride along the Sok River in the Khao Sok rainforest. And canoe ride, we did not need to row. No, 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 no. We had a skilled local rower guiding us through the winding waterways of the Sok River. So there were two people in a canoe and all we had to do was just sit there, put our hands in the water, and we took in the picturesque scenes, including limestone casts, some wildlife sightings like snakes. We heard some monkeys. Because we were arriving right at the end of the wet season, everything was just so, so green. About two thirds of the way through into our canoe adventure, we made a pit stop for a swim and a unique jungle coffee experience. So basically we arrived and water was being boiled in containers made out of freshly cut bamboo. If you picture bamboo in your mind for a second you will know that it's basically hollow with these little kind of like dividing segments so basically they punched out those dividing segments and then you had this long 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 pot and if you filled that up with water and put it in a fire it would boil and because the bamboo was freshly freshly cut like a few minutes previously there was no way that was going to burn so it boiled and then the other rowers that had brought us there then chopped down some more bamboo and fashioned cups made out of bamboo then of course we had coffee made from the boiling water made in the bamboo and 
we drank it from these coffee cups. It was not the best coffee, but it was still really, really unique. Our knowledgeable guide, Dell, shared stories of the area, recounting its history as a hideout for communist insurgents in the 1960s and 70s. And wow, just staying there for half an hour or an hour or so, we couldn't help but think just how difficult it would have been living out in the jungle for such a long time we were just absolutely fascinated by these stories so our transport to and from this canoeing adventure was equally unique we traveled on song towels maybe you've heard of these before but they're essentially open air vehicles it's basically like a pickup truck with two benches in the back there's in this particular case there were no covers so there was no shade it was not very long ride maybe 15 minutes or so but it was super super fun And I will say that the Sock River canoe ride really was a very, very special activity indeed. Really, really liked it. So our second activity that I want to share with you is kind of like our grand finale. We called it our catamaran day in Pangar Bay. And Seb was just so, so excited about this activity. I I was too, but Seb was like the next level. So we basically drove to the, a port, a small dock, I should say, in the east of the island. And we jumped on to our very, very spacious catamaran. This catamaran is something else. It really is something else. It was so, so, so fun. So it had a ton of really cool features from an inflatable slide. I'm guessing it was about three stories high to paddle boards, to canoes. And there were even some Bond style toys that dragged you through the water you'd like basically held onto these handles and then you pressed a button and then it would pull you through the water it was like super fun and then there was a snoober which is a piece of equipment that I'd never even heard of before but it's basically a way that you can dive without needing scuba gear so the toys were really really cool so we got picked up and then we cruised through the stunning landscapes of Pangar Bay and we parked up close to this island where we We just basically hung out for like three hours, something like that. We played, we ate lunch and we snorkeled. Clear waters offered glimpses of squids and other interesting marine life, like including coral and colorful fish. Lunch was a barbecue which featured beyond sausages and burgers with potato salad and some really flavorful Thai dishes prepared by the onboard crew. The team at Tiger Marine Charter did a fantastic job of transforming what would typically be a seafood heavy barbecue lunch into an amazing vegan spread. So not only all of those things, but the catamaran also had a jacuzzi and there were five masseuses on board that offered back, foot and massages on request. So that was super fun. And there was a really great speaker system. We were listening to a lot of chill music. And then on our boat ride back to Phuket, it turned into a really lively dance party in the late afternoon. It really was the perfect last full day to our adventure in Thailand. So those are our favorites. We want to extend a heartfelt thank you for joining us on this two-part series of our favorites from our trip to Thailand. We hope you've been inspired to explore this beautiful country and discover its rich culture and natural wonders. 
Looking ahead, we're excited about the possibility of offering this unforgettable trip again in 2025 or, oh gosh, I would love to do it in 2024 as well. If the allure of Thailand has captured your imagination and you think you might like to travel with us, head to the Thailand destination page on our website. You'll see a form there. If you sign up, you'll get early access to this trip before it is available to the public, which means you get the best rooms and you are more likely to have it be available. Your feedback is invaluable to us and we'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode, a different episode than normal. Drop us a message on our website or social media letting us know what you enjoyed and what you'd like to hear more about in future episodes. Stay tuned for more information that will equip you with insights and inspiration whether you're exploring your local surroundings or venturing to far off destination. If you're keen to know more about World Vegan Travels and stay connected, visit our website at wellvegantravel.com. Sign up for our newsletter. That's one of the best ways to learn what we're doing. And if you've enjoyed this podcast and want to delve deeper into our content, check out the show notes for additional resources. Thank you once again for being part of the World Vegan Travel community. Consider subscribing, leaving a review, and we look forward to having you join us on our next episode. Until then, happy travels and keep exploring the wonders of our planet. Mm-hmm.